Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. How many of you have kids? Stand up. How many of you have grandkids? Stand up. How many? No, keep standing. We're going to get through them. How many have grandkids? Stand up. How many have nieces and nephews? How many of you have some influence of other children? Well, there you go, Scott. There's our room. All right. So uh, you can have a seat. So I met Scott through another table woman who's just beautiful. Her and her husband do an amazing organic vet. They actually won like a... Uh, like this huge vet award of the year. They consistently do it out Oakland, California. Um, so Lee and I have been great friends. She's hired me privately. Um, they're skyrocketing in business, doing cool stuff. Her daughter was the first eight-year-old who ever wrote a book in my old cash machine, The Three Days to Cash, and became a bestseller. And then they met Scott, and she became a big part. She was a CEO for a month, so she calls me and said, I have to interview another CEO. So her daughter interviewed me for like another great CEO. And then uh, we kept talking and Lee said, you have got to be part of this next thing that I'm in. I said, what are you in? She said, I'm, uh, we're doing a kid's bank. Um, it was called My First Sale originally, and then we changed the name. And I said, well, of course, because I knew I had the kid's book you know, coming out. So I got involved. So I'm an investor, uh, partner. Scott Denell has started this. He is a, not just a smart and amazing father and smart financially. We are so aligned on how we think. And we didn't even know each other. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that's like my book. And there's another gentleman, Chad, who contributes a lot of his work, too. But it was so fun to put it together because now we have the education work through several books. We've got the platform that's gamifies banking. And then I flipped to put your money to work and uh, Roth IRAs and the kids' accounts. So we got the whole thing. But he's also exited uh, six, seven, what, seven, eight, and nine figures. So he's not just, a, you know. This is his one project. He just did a massive exit, over 6 million kids uh, that he has affected in his world. He's amazing. Put your hands together. Stand up. Give Scott to not a big thing. No matter what, put money on my mind. I can never do it. Let's do it for Laurel. Let's give her a hand. Thank you. He's a great businessman and father. So some of you men, listen up. Awesome. Thanks, Laurel. This is great to be here, guys. Um, don't have a ton of time, so I'm just going to go right into this. Um, are you a businessman with a family or a family man with a business? Are you a businesswoman with a family or a family woman with a business? Think about that for just a second. Let that sit. I think a lot of people want that, but when they look at their bank statements and their calendars, it doesn't actually align. Uh, are you a family man with a business or a businessman with a family? That's the point. So I think today what I want to help you guys with is what we've learned from 6 million families served. Okay? I want to give you the best strategies and the best tools. Um, and then we'll talk about Gravy Stack because I know uh, folks here in the room are a part of it. Um, and uh, would love for the rest of you guys, if you want to see how we can impact 50 million families 
um, come talk to us. Uh, we're about to close our round. So I'll, I'll talk to you training for the first half and then kind of updates on Gravy Stack and where we're headed in the next half. Does that sound good to everybody? All right. So I'll start with this story. Um, my daughter, a few years back, young at the time, we took him to dinner. Uh, busy in school and sports. Anybody here with kids or grandkids knows what I'm talking about. Busy day. My wife and I, we have four kiddos. We live in Phoenix. And we're going to, uh, we're taking them out to dinner at True Foods in Phoenix. And we get to the mall. And you have to walk through the stores to get there. Okay? You guys know where I'm going with this? The greedy gimmies come out. Oh my gosh, Legos. Dad, TV. We got to go in here. Look at these clothes. Oh my gosh. My daughter, sweet Reagan, she goes, Daddy, can we please get ice cream? Please. She's like four and a half, five. Well, sweetheart, we haven't even had dinner yet. Why are we going for ice cream? We can't get ice cream right now. We haven't eaten dinner. She's like, no, no, dad, you don't understand. Just reach in your pocket, grab that plastic card, give it to the guy right there, and we can get ice cream. I was shocked. I was, I was horrified, actually. Are we spoiling these kids? Are we entitling them? They don't have any concept of money. Kids today don't deal with real cash, right? They don't see their parents deal with real cash. They see their parents deal in cards, credit cards. Kids don't see the flow of money. Who here remembers the pinch of having to pay the cash? You feel that pinch when you hand it over, right? There's, a, there's about a thousand of these things that are changing with the next generation. How do you teach delayed gratification to a kid who gets Amazon Prime, social media at their fingertips, and anything they want around the world in about three seconds? But let me teach you something about kids real quick. Kids do not have short attention spans. What we care about is interest, not attention. If you capture a kid's interest, they will be flooded with attention. You ever seen a kid play a game and do something for five, 10 hours straight? It's not a lack of attention span, it's interest span. And when it comes to money, this was the number one thing I saw. So I, uh, when I saw this with my daughter, we've been seeing this in schools for the last 15 years. I started one of the largest school fundraising companies in America called Apex Leadership Co. I started to help my wife raise money for her first grade class and it exploded. 600 employees later, Millions and millions of families, we've raised over half a billion dollars for schools. It's an incredible program. It's, we just sold it a year and a half ago. It was an incredible exit. Um, and they're growing at 25% a year. Never sell a company that's not thriving. And so in that business, we were in thousands and thousands of schools teaching kids character and leadership and fitness and money skills. And the number one thing I saw was they're not learning money. They're not learning critical thinking practical skills. How does geometry help you with taxes? I'm asking a real question here. How does algebra help me with my monthly budget? It doesn't. It doesn't. And here's what I realized with 6 million families. You can't homework money. You cannot give a kid a piece of paper with debits and credits and expect them to know how to handle money for the rest of their life. How do you teach a 10-year-old or a 14-year-old investing going home to a single mom trying to make ends meet? It does not work.
And I advised Jumpstart and NEFI and a lot of these regulatory groups that are trying to create the standards for the education system for 70 million kids, most of whom are, are poli-sci majors. Raise your hand if you're a political science major in the room. Congrats. <laughs> I won't say anything bad about them. So we got an issue. And we've got 41% of Gen Z thinks they'll never own a home. 67% think they'll never retire. They're the least invested generation in history by a wide margin. What do you do with that information? Well, I think we've, we solved it with Gravy Stack, which I'll talk about in a few minutes. But I want to teach you some things about families real quick. So here's what's happened with me. Over the last five years, throughout all the business and the family and all these things going on, I searched the world to find the best 100 families as I measure it. These aren't the wealthiest families in the world. These are the families who have each generation blow by the previous in their values, their beliefs, their skills, their traits, their financial competency, and they're deeply connected as a family. If you can do that with your kids and grandkids and great-grandkids, I want to meet you. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah, billionaires are great. But 90% of generational wealth is gone by the grandkids. Think about that. If 90% of the generational wealth that's transferred is gone by the grandkids, what's the point? We have an entire industry of people that are trying to secure and protect and grow wealth. For what? It's more about what you leave in your kids than to them. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, okay? So I have three strategies that I'm going to share with you guys of what these hundred families that we narrowed this down to did. We have 23 strategies and tools in our workshops and our programs for Gravy Stack. Gravy Stack is now launching higher ticket groups, workshops, courses to help families because they're all asking for more. You solved the home economy system. You did these things for us at home in Gravy Stack. We need more training. So now we're launching these higher groups. And within 45 days, that will cover all of the dev of the entire business in our growth model. It's a brilliant pivot, and it's covering it and de-risking all of the investment for Gravy Stack. So that's why we're launching. It's called Dinner Table, okay? So here's my sweet daughter. Oh, yeah, there's the, we did get ice cream. That wasn't the same day, but that's Reagan. Um, and this is what my wife said that led us down this path. There has to be a better way. So that's why we found these 100 families. We sit with them. We learn, with, we learn from them. I believe that every family can create a lasting legacy for their kids and grandkids. So this is my quick history. Uh, I live in Phoenix. Uh, I, I wrote Value Creation Kid, The Healthy Struggles Your Children Need to Succeed. It's one of the top books on Wall Street Journal bestseller list already. Uh, and pe people are buying it left and right. And it's been a really fun ride. We also have the Smart Money Parenting Show. It's a top 1% show. Um, and we had Apex, and now we're launching Gravy Stack over the last few years out to the whole world, and our dinner table program, which is our higher ticket. All right. This is Gravy Stack, teaching kids how to save, earn, spend, share, and invest through games. Write this down. If you guys have kids or grandkids, I want you to write this down. This is really important. Kids learn in two ways, through fun and real-life experience. Fun makes it intrinsically motivating for them, and real-life experience gives them practical skills 
that give them long-term capability to succeed. Fun and real-life experience, and that's what we combined to teach money skills through games as a real bank. First one in history, 30 patents. We've built this out for millions of dollars, and now we're going out to millions and millions of families. There's our first several thousands, thousands and thousands of families are using it right now and having incredible transformation. So, all right, you ready for these three strategies? You guys want to hear them? Here's our three of the 23 strategies for the best families in the world. All these families did the same things. All 100 of these families we found out did the same things, and almost nobody else did it. So I'll give you the first three today. First one, create value first, not money. Money is a store of what? Value. These families realized, okay, we're not going to just try to teach our kids to go make a bunch of money. That actually doesn't connect with kids because most of their needs are covered at home. 90% 90, 90 of the kids that we interviewed, thousands, a thousand kids when we started Gravy Stack, guess what they said? We don't want to talk about money in the home. It's the number one source of conflict. Intimacy and money, those are the two that are tough on families and marriages, but the kids don't see intimacy. That's in the bedroom. Money is what they hear all the time. We can't afford this. Money doesn't grow on trees. Do you know how much this costs? Do you know how hard I worked to get you this? And you just took it for granted? I know people in this room feel the same way I do because I've said those things too. I know I'm not alone. People, kids hear that. So they say, okay, I don't want to talk about money. Only 5% of kids come out of the womb with that entrepreneurial DNA. Where are we going to make money, Dad? Where are we going to make money, Mom? 95% of kids don't. So how do you teach them these money skills and pass it on? Well, it starts with value. There's three types of value if you want to write this down. If you teach a kid to create these three types of value, it completely transforms their entire life. Material value, emotional value, and spiritual value. Material value is what a kid or an adult can create or, and produce in the world. These are the problem solvers, finding wants and needs, learning empathy and customer service, helping create material value all around them. Kids can do this. In our, in our workshops, we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute, we give like 100 ways for kids or grandkids to go make $1,000 on a Saturday. Incredible way for them to create value, value first, material value, and get a, a return. What an incredible education for a kid, okay? The second type is emotional value. Arguably the rarest of all. But emotional value is how you think and feel and help other people think and feel, okay? This is how you can become a great friend. This is how you become captain of the team. Kids need to have a lens to look around them at all times to see how can I create value for this person that I'm with right now. It's a value creator in their head. It's a lens to see the world. And then the third type of value is spiritual value. Spiritual value is how you connect to something greater something above yourself, uh, to God, to a higher mission. I love Jesus. I don't pull any punches. But you know what else was incredible spiritual value? We're going to put a man on the moon and bring him home safely by the end of the decade. You guys remember that? Some of you grandparents in here. Arguably the last time that our country was so unified. Kids need to see opportunities around them at all times for these three types of value. So we created this cycle. Forget all the parenting strategies out there. Hover parenting, helicopter parenting, gentle parenting. 
I don't know, there's a million of them. This is the best one out there. Help your kids go through healthy struggles to gain capability, to gain confidence, to create value. The more that your kids, teenagers, adult kids, grandkids, the more that they can go through this cycle, the greater and greater value that they'll create in the world. So what's a healthy struggle? A healthy struggle is not trauma. It's not tough love, neglect, abuse. But what it is, is healthy things that let kids grow. These are emotional skills, um, relationship skills, athletic skills, sports skills, practical skills, business skills. We have 90 of them in our book that we walk through in our workshops. You want your kids to be constantly put into situations for them to be able to grow. And that's the cycle. It's like the best thing you can do. Um, Laurel, Laurel knows uh, Sharon Lecter very well. You guys know Rich Dad, Poor Dad, cash flow game? Sharon Lecter's like the, the godmother of financial literacy. She worked with Bush, Obama, everybody trying to fight this war for 30 years. She passed the baton to me. And she said that the best thing she was ever asked by her dad when she was a kid, every night before bed, he would ask her this one question. What value did you create for others today? What an unbelievable lens to see the world. This is how kids think. All right, I'm going to move a little faster for time, but we had created a matrix. If you're high capability and high confidence, you're a value creation kid. If you have low, low confidence but high capability, that's an anxious kid. An anxious, this is a lot of teenage girls are in this bucket right now. They have capability that far outstrips their confidence in the world, and so they feel like they self-doubt everything. They're anxious about everything. And on the other side of it, if you're high confident, bottom right-hand corner, if you're highly confident but not capable, that's an entitled taker. That kid thinks they deserve special treatment, front of the line, everything. And if you're neither, you're a lazy victim. <laughs> Nothing's worse than a kid that doesn't go through healthy struggle cycles, grows up, fails, and blames everybody else around them. I can only do so much in 35 minutes with you all. If you give me a workshop and you join our deal, I'll change your life. This is what our 23 strategies do. Okay. All right, number two, home economy system. This one is the winner. Allowance is socialism. 85% of Americans give out allowance to their kids. It breeds codependency. Huge, huge article just came out. It's tied to a lack of motivation and an aversion to work in kids. You give them money for free. Kids do not need to learn how to spend your money. You cannot give your kid 10 bucks and tell them to put that in the offering plate. That is not teaching them generosity. The worst is when parents don't give any money. And they say, my kids are the good kids that do all the chores when I tell them to. Congratulations, you have compliant children, but they're learning nothing about money. You're paying for everything. They're not making and managing their own money. They have to do that in your home or they'll make massive mistakes when they leave. And the bank of mom and dad is going to cover them until they're 30 or 40 years old. So here's what we created. We patented this in gravy stack, guys. This is the best solution to teach kids financial competency in your house or with your grandkids. Expectations, expenses, and extra pay. We created a revolving system inside the app that's just as easy as allowance, but it teaches kids everything about money. Number one, expectations. Here's what you don't pay for. This is your role in the home. Make your bed, clean your room, brush your teeth, do your homework, dishes, trash. Don't pay for those things. If they want to, that's their rent, guys. 
Number two is expenses. Toys, trinkets, games, social outings with friends, birthday presents for friends. How many times, raise your hand, don't lie. How many of you have bought all those presents when your kids were young, wrapped them all, they signed them and chucked it on the table? What if they made the 15 bucks? Help them wrap it. Now they're going to go in, open this. I got this for you. I want to see your face. That's a generous kid for life. All right? And then obviously gas and insurance. We have a whole system of what you pay for to a point all the way up so that you're not spoiling and entitling, but showing love and connection. Number three is extra pay. Gigs around the house. We don't say chores. We say gigs because chores is tied to homework. Work. Gigs are fun. Gigs are like sweep the garage for a couple of bucks, wash windows, make a meal, clean a bathroom, organize a closet, yard work. Watch this TED talk. Read this book. No sugar for a week. You see how it's gamified in the kid's brain? Kids need to learn how to make money with their brain, guys. That's why we have brain gigs too, not just action gigs. All this is set up in Gravy Stack. And our families are on fire right now. Thousands of families. The average kid's doing five gigs a week, making $140 a month, and they're auto-splitting it into their save, spend, and share accounts. It's unbelievable. This is how you teach a kid to budget. This is how you teach a kid to plan ahead. This is how you teach them trade-offs and the price of goods. This is how they do it. If you, if you have a kid right now that doesn't want to try, lazy, they just want to play video games, give them expenses that they're in charge of. It's as simple as that. And ways to earn it around the house. This is how kids earn freedom and responsibility. Trust from mom and dad. They all want it. And that's what the printout looks like for the fridge from the app. All their expectations, the expenses, and things they can do all throughout the week that they can make a few extra bucks. And that goes right in the app once a week. Click the boxes they did. That's their paycheck. Okay? We'll give you all these things. Come see us. Okay? Uh, I got to move faster. Here's the app. You can see it. We want you guys all to be a part of this thing, obviously. Oh, okay. All right. I have to go that fast. I'm getting the 10-minute clicker here over here. Okay. So yeah, we'll give you guys, just type in family23. You'll get a free month of gravy stack. Send this to your grandkids as well. Okay. So last one, and then I'm going to move on to the gravy stack investment. So um, kids need heritage, not inheritance. What happens is first-generation successful entrepreneurs or, or, or successful parents, they say things like, I just want my kids to have all the things I never had. I, want them to, I don't want them to have to deal with all the things I had to deal with coming up. I want to have them all the opportunities I never had. Well, what made you you, guys? You don't want to pass on trauma, but you want to give your kids a heritage, a last name that means something. Again, it's more about what you leave in your kids than to them. That's the point of this. And so a lot of times, kids grow up with successful parents or even grandparents, and they live in their shadow, Okay. They won't go through the value creation cycle when they know that things will, they're providing for them, that inheritance is coming. And the worst is when they're waiting for mom or dad to die. Okay? That's never the best. So it's all about stories. We train in our workshop how you create values in the home that stick through stories, principle-based stories, stories of your ancestors, your marriage, your family, how you came to be who you are, promoting things within your kids that showcase the values of the family. 
My family, Faith, Family, and Fish, my three-year-old can say it every night at dinner. Fish stands for fun and adventurous, integrity, service, and hard work. And we're looking for ways around the house where they're doing this at all times and celebrating it with them. It's an incredible way to build strong heritage. So what stories are you telling in your family? If you want to kill a culture, get rid of the chief storyteller. There's a great family. I won't go into them very much, but that's Hobby Lobby. They're giving away a billion dollars this year as a family. 47 kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, all together. Unbelievable family. Incredible ministry family, incredible business. I'm really good friends with Derek, their grandson. This is family legacy to the T. Guys, you don't want to have independent kids. Sorry to burst your bubble. You want interdependent kids. Nobody wants their kid to turn 18 and leave forever and never call, never come back, never FaceTime when something good or bad happens. You want interconnection. Your kids need roots and wings, all right? That's the point of a heritage. All right, and you only have so much time with them. Those of you, the kids that left the house, you saw how fast it went. 90% of the time with your kids, your entire life happens before 18, okay? You only have a certain amount of time. You, you need a plan to get this right. We could go on forever because you can tell we are in love with this content and uh, it is just such a necessary need in the nation. So uh, if you don't know a kid, have a kid, I always say you should get some, they're tax deductible. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make some, adopt some, I don't know. 13 grand a year. For the families. The so. Gigs, so people are using the gigs to write off too. Yeah. For, well, their, for their family gig. business. If you have your own LLC, that's the way to go. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.